Welcome to the Money, Mindset and Business podcast, where we talk about all things money, mindset and business with real life stories and real life people. Let's get into the episode. Welcome podcast bonus episode two. What am I going to be talking to you about today? So on my journey into understanding people and their money, I've come across three types of um I'm going to call them criteria that people fall into when I'm talking to them. We've got um, number one, generational poverty. Number two, cultural control. And number three, financial abuse. Um, These are the sorts of people that are coming into my world. This is the sorts of past history that they've got. Um, And I wanted to kind of dive a little bit deeper today into what generational poverty actually is. So the first one I mentioned. So looking into it, there are generally three types of generational poverty that all lead to the same sort of issues um, going on in life um, post-childhood into adulthood and into obviously business ownership. So we've got essentially, you've got those people who are living on benefits. So they're happy living on benefits or their parents lived on benefits. And that is just where they are happy to stay, which is perfectly fine for those. But then you've got the working class who generally live paycheck to paycheck. They have a comfortable life. They're able to afford everything that they, that they need. And they may occasionally pop something onto a credit card when something out of the blue comes up because they don't have that um, savings bunce behind them to pay for unexpected unexpected um, things coming up in life. So I, I say a car breaking down or the boiler breaking, etc. And then you've got those who are working class who but who live beyond their means so these are people that live in live on credit cards essentially so they they may have um three or four different credit cards that generally go from maxed out to paying off a little then they max them out again so they're in this this debt cycle where they've lived beyond their means for so long that that this has now become their life so when they do eventually pay off some of these credit card debts they see that as extra abundance and they go and max it out again so these are the three sorts of people that i class as being in the generational poverty cycle because the the actions the thoughts the feelings that come along with these sorts of um people has come from how what they've seen heard and known from their parents and their parents may have seen it from their parents um that's what i mean by generational poverty i mean when when we think of poverty we think of people living in the slums in india or those people who live out in the sticks in africa but over here in the western world um poverty means something slightly differently and from these three kind of criteria there's further down the line there's two sorts of there's two sorts of people so you've got people who have these unmet 
emotional and social needs. So these are the people who have been showered with material possessions. So their parents have had enough money to get them things. So they've made sure that they've, they're up to date with all the latest consoles, clothes, fashions, and all this sort of stuff. So they've been showered with, with material possessions while growing up. But following on from that, they have this um, level of unmet emotional and social needs because what they actually needed while growing up was that love, care, attention, attention and those um, days out with parents and other parents with friends and all this sort of stuff. Brings me on to these other people that have had these emotional and social needs met, but they've not had the things. So they've seen their pair, their friends um, or the family members or whoever it is that's in their life having all these um, new phones, new consoles, ho holidays abroad and all these sorts of things. And whichever scenario you're in, it creates these money mindset stories in, in within us that are programmed into our neurological pathways. Um, when I think about my childhood, uh, we were in the the working class having just enough to survive, not quite having enough for those um, out of blue scenarios that came up where we need to, to spend more than we've got. Um, and I had that physical connection and social needs met, they were met. But what we didn't have was the, the stuff that everybody else seemed to have. So that was my upbringing and that is what I've been working on in my own money mindset story and creating a new story for myself over the last few years. Well let's let's kind of understand about how how these stories that have been created by by this generational poverty have, have impacted us. If we think of our money story as a program in a computer which actually sits in our unconscious minds. So we've got this program in our computer that says, when we are faced with a situation regarding money, this is how we act, this is how we feel, and this is what we do. So these are the emotions, the thoughts, the feelings, the actions that we do based upon this program that is in our mind, which is based upon what we have seen, heard, felt, and learned from our parents or from our caregivers. And it isn't until this program starts to cause an issue in your life and in your business that you actually become aware that it's a problem. So prior to that, you're you're basically there's no you don't see it as a problem. Therefore, it's not in your conscious awareness that your money story based upon generational poverty is causing an issue in your life and business right here, right now. So what can you do about it? Um, one thing I always suggest to clients, to anybody that I meet, take some time, sit down and write out your money story. Just take some time to sit and write your money story. Have a conversation with your parents or caregivers if they're still with us and understand what they were going through when you were a child and what they went through when they were a child. See if you can understand where these thoughts, feelings, emotions and attachments and 
everything to do with money has come from. This will give you a really clear picture of what your money story is and how it, well, you probably won't know how it's impacting you, but it will give you a clear idea of what your money story is. And, and that will bring it into your conscious awareness. So you will be then, be then become aware of how it's playing out in your life. Another thing you can do is sit down, take some time and write out. Money is important to me because. And then ask yourself a question again, at least 10 times. Money is important to me because. What I value about money is. And get 10, 10 descriptive words. And then look at those 10 words and go, OK. From these 10 words. What's motivating me? Am I running away from something or am I running towards something? Say, for instance, you value money due to freedom. You want freedom. That's what you value about having money is the freedom. So what's motivating your freedom? Is it getting out of debt or having an impact on the world? If your motivation is getting out of debt, what you'll find is you will struggle to move forwards because your attention is on getting out of debt rather than, okay, I want freedom to have the impact on the world. That's forward-facing motion, forward-facing motivation. And this is what's going to change that money story in your mind. It's deep, difficult work. But once you start on that journey, into it you will find it will change everything what i tend to think of money as is money is an energy money is an energy that we generally all need and survive on because what we do what do we do we go to the shop and we get food off the shelf food gives us energy and to be able for, for us to be able to take that food out of the supermarket we have to give some money, which is energy. So it's, en it's an energy transference relationship. If you are one of these people that's living on borrowed energy, such as those working class people who are living the life of a middle class person beyond their means, having all the new shiny, nice things that everybody else has, has as what I think um, the quote is, Keeping up with the Joneses is, is the phrase that gets used quite a lot. You are living on borrowed energy. Therefore, you are depleting your own. Because the energy that you're trying to give out the other way, in terms of services or goods or love or whatever it is, is depleted because you're actually borrowing more than you've got from somewhere else. So creating your own abundance creating your own energy is much more beneficial than borrowing from somebody else because it's not your energy that you're then giving away you're giving away somebody else's which is why for instance for my one-to-one -one money mindset coaching package lesson number one generate the income to work with me because we are working on your money story 
and how you interact, feel and think with money. For you to come and work with me with borrowed energies from, say, a credit card, then the transaction's not. It's a three-way transaction. So your credit card's paying me and I'm giving you my energy. Does that make sense? Does that do you understand what I, why this this doesn't work? Because it's not a three-way relationship, it's a two-way relationship. For me to give you my energy in terms of coaching, ment um, coaching and mentoring, you need to be providing me with energy, 100% commitment in time, energy and money in return. If I give you my 100% commitment, I, I expect the same in return. And that is how a re reciprocal money mindset relationship works in my business. I hope that makes sense. If you have any questions, please feel free to ask. Uh, reach out to me on social media. You can see all my comments below. Um, and following that, I'm going to be relaunching my academy on the 1st of August. It's, I launched it in January and it was called the Becoming Balanced Academy. And having clients in it for the last six months, I've realized that the energy and the, the academy itself is becoming a very powerful place to be. Therefore, it's going to be rebranded on, on the 1st of August to the Academy of Self-Mastery. Because what I believe in my world is that for you to be able for you to be able to become a master of your money, you need to first become a master of yourself and have that self-awareness and mental strength to deal with whatever it is that may come up during our coaching program. For those very reasons that I mentioned at the very beginning of this podcast, generational poverty cultural control and financial abuse. These are difficult things to deal with. And unless you are mentally ready to be able to deal with and let go and forgive these situations, the coaching process isn't going to work. So for anybody who comes into my world, be in my academy, or in my one-to-one -one coaching space, you will go through an intensive six-week self-mastery coaching program, which will help you to build those strong mental muscles to be able, for you to be able to be so self-aware that you can deal with whatever it is that comes up when we're in our coaching program, when we're in that money mastery coaching program. And it may take you six months, 12 months, 18 months, two years in that Academy of Self Mastery for you to be mentally ready to deal with your money mindset issues. But that's perfect because we're all on our own journey and we get to where we get to when we get there. There's no expectation. There's no judgment. It is what it is. If you would like to come in, to myself, Academy of Self Mastery, as it is, please click the link below 
in the show notes. Fill in the form. It's an application form. I'm taking five people through before the end of July at the current pricing. Because from the 1st of August, the pricing is going up to 997 for 12 months in the academy. So that will be £600 if you come in now or 997 if you come in the 1st of August. But if you are interested in coming in or at least finding out about it, fill in the form in the show notes, show your interest, tell me that you're interested and I will reach out and we can have a conversation and see if it's actually the right thing for you. Hope you're having a wonderful day. I'll speak to you soon. Bye.